Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast on Fifth Ave. I'm Taylor Haas, typically joined by Julianne Pelusi. She's sick again this week, so I'm um, hoping to have her back next week. But this week, joined by J.D. Forrest, head coach of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. J.D., thanks for coming on. How are you doing today? Good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm uh, just going to talk about, you know, the start to the season down there in, in Wilkes-Barre. You're, you're off to three to start to the season, coming off a big 5-1 to one win over her. She just... Uh, what are your thoughts on the way that the team's played um, through these first five games? Uh, there, there's been some a lot of things to like. Um, like, you know, anytime the beginning of the season, you can find a lot of areas that you need to improve. Um, we do have a, a different look as far as personnel goes, um, and it, it presents itself some, uh, some different options, um, but also some different challenges. Um, with the with the different players in, in and out of the lineup so um we're trying to tackle those kind of one at a time um and making sure that while we do that we have a certain mindset of how we're playing and you know there's a lot of uh system stuff we have guys from other organizations and then uh, a little tweak here and there that have been made um but for the most part the the way we want to play is it, it's more of of an attitude and um a type of game and then the systems come kind of after that a little bit. So we want to just instill that um, that attitude and, and style of play more than anything, and then chip away at the uh, at those little things that come, you know, as as you uh, refine that game. Yeah, one of one of those challenges is uh, med- managing the veteran limit in, in regards to the roster. So for people who don't know the AHL, it, there's a developmental rule. For your 18 skaters, um, 12 have to be development players. So you can only draw six veterans. There's like games play limits in there and all. And I, I, you've had, you have more veterans than I remember being down there. Um, I believe in the beginning of the season, you're scratching three, then it was two. Now it kind of stirs up. I think you're, you're down to just scratching one. But how much of a challenge has that been? Because, I mean, you're scratching players like, like Alex Nylander and, and guys that really, you know, deserve to be playing. Yeah, um, that's tough. And, and I, um, you know, we had conversations with those guys that are in those spots. Um, and to their credit, they've handled it as well as they could. Like no one is is happy about it, but they understand the scenario. And there's not a whole lot you can do once you have that scenario. Um, so it, I'd say that anybody who's had a game and, and had to sit out and come in has performed at a, 
at a high level. Um, and then these things always like they fluctuate throughout the year. So at the beginning of the year, it's like nine. You're like, oh, my God, how are we going to We have such good players that aren't playing? And, and it, it's not like necessarily fair to them, but it is the way it is. Um, how is this going to work itself out? And now we're actually in a situation where we're at six um, just because, you know, Colin White's uh, still still out with an upper body. So for this weekend, we have we have six bets, um, actually five. And uh, so we're kind of under. So, you know, it's going to change throughout the season and and guys get called up and injuries happen. And, um, you know, I, I feel like as long as you can get through the tough stretches and in particular, it's usually the beginning of the year because there's not a ton of games. Um, there's a lot of salary cap things that have to work themselves out in the NHL that might dictate guys being down that maybe would not normally be down. Uh, so things happen in Pittsburgh or whatever NHL affiliate there is, and then things happen here. And before you know it, you know, you got one guy or, you know, everybody's playing. Um, so I think that our, our vets, the guys that have had to miss a game, um, have handled it tremendously. Um, like I said, not happy, but understanding the situation. And they've been using the practice reps to make sure that they're ready for the games. Um, so yeah, it's it's part of it's part of it. I mean, every what's not an unusual scenario for a team in this league to be in, uh, but it is it is a little bit new for us. Yeah, being down to five, that uh, Andre Johnson's still away from the team. Is that part of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's personal reasons. That's yes. It. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Vinny Henestrosa, he was uh, one of your veterans. He got the call up to, to Pittsburgh. Um, Mike Sullivan said the reason he got the call was he was just simply playing the best of the forwards. Um, is that your assessment too? And just what have you seen from him? Yeah, he ha- he's been he, he's been steadily improving each and every game. Um, I think he's got a pretty high standard for what he expects of himself. Uh, and you know, the first weekend, I think there's a, always a little bit of a level of. You know, I wish I could have cracked it right away in the lineup in Pittsburgh. And then you turn the switch um, and you just start taking care of business. And every single game, every night, he was better and better. Um, and, uh, you know, we've had a few guys like that. So, um, you know, I, I hope he can go up there and help him when he gets a chance to be in the lineup. But he also has a proven track record. You know, he's produced uh, fairly well at the NHL level. Um, he's got some experience there. So I think that also can play into the, some of these decisions. Um, but yeah, he was he was a, he had a really um, strong game against Hershey and then and uh, uh, the prior one against Springfield. So. Looking at uh, one of your new faces on, on the back end, Jack Rathbone um, acquired him in the trade that sent Ty Glover and Mark Friedman to uh, Vancouver. Uh, he's played a couple games from you now. Just what have been your impressions of him? Well, he can move really well. Um, he definitely has that. So um, that's something that in today's game for a defenseman, and you can move the way he does. Uh, that helps you in a lot of different areas. You can get up the ice offensively. You can go back for pucks quick. Um, he's got a great shot. Um, we're still kind of, uh, you know, he like like a lot of the players here. He's got some some areas of his game that he has to improve, um, and we're identifying that, working with him, so that we can chip away at getting him, you know, into an NHL situation. Um, but he's got a great attitude. Uh, seems like a really good kid. Uh, I, I actually have known about him for a, a while now. I think I, I did a, a select festival a long time ago where he was involved in that. So I remember him from when he was like 16. Yeah. And um, 
and then you know being able to talk to some of the guys that have coached him in the past or at least been around him in the past has helped uh, familiarize us with him um but it looks like we have a pretty good offensive weapon on the back end that can also make some plays coming out of our zone and it's not uh you know defensively he's got some steps to take but uh he's certainly willing um so he seems like a brave player out there he's not uh not afraid out there um and that's always an attribute that that helps you out whether it's going back for pucks or, or battling at a net front whatever it is so um we're excited to have him and and help him kind of along his path to pro hockey yeah another new face uh this year mark johnstone um signed as a free agent this past summer he was in the toronto organization um you you've had him on the fourth line now um i know toronto would use him up and down um the lineup throughout the year so it looks like he has that ability just um what have um what have you seen from him and, and do you think he's someone that you can you know move up to the top six throughout the year if needed yeah i think we have a few guys a number of guys that are you if you want we want to qualify as you know the, the fourth line if you yeah i could argue that it's three b or two b or whatever i mean they they play quite a bit and um particularly uh johnny and uh, or stoney and uh, and Cruz as a duo on the penalty kill um, so both those guys and, uh, you know, there's a handful of guys that we can probably fluctuate up and down the lineup, um, depending on what our needs are at the time. Uh, but he's been fantastic. He does a lot of really little things. Well, um, he battles like crazy. He's, uh, he's been excellent on the penalty kill for us. And it seems like every little detail of, of a game plan that you ask him to do, he's out there trying to execute it. So he's very tuned in to, what the coaching staff would like from him and it seems to be able to do that. I mean, he, it was, uh, and him and uh, it's funny cause when he was in Toronto, like he was a pain in the, he was a pain in the butt to play against. And, uh, I do remember vividly him and Groot's kind of going, Groot and going a bit like head to head all the time. And then we signed him and I, that's my first thought was these guys are going to be, they're going to be so good together. Um, and I don't want to just like, you know, link them up as, they got to be together, but when they do play together, they seem to have a bit of a chemistry and play with uh, with some edge. Um, so that's been fun, and and I think especially what's nice with with Sony too is he can take faceoffs. He takes a lot of big draws for us on the right side and play a little bit of center. So when you have the that first those first guys over the bench on the penalty kill, you got a lefty and a righty who can both take draws and they're going to block shots and um, know every little part of that penalty kill. Uh, it's, it's valuable. So he's really sunk his teeth into that area. And uh, he's been, you know, also he's been a great guy. <laughs> like he's got a, a really good energy in the locker room. And um, yeah, he's been fun to have. Yeah. Jagger Joshua's played on that line um, a little bit too. He was uh, like a fan favorite during that prospects challenge in Buffalo. Um, I know you had him a little bit last season too, but just what have been your um, impressions of how he's adjusted to the pro game now and kind of his first full season? It seems like he's kind of found a lane in which he thinks he can make a path for himself and he's he's committed to it. You know, he he plays a physical style. He's not looking to be too fancy. Um, when he gets around the net, he parks himself there. When he has pucks low, he takes it right to the net. Um, he's not afraid to get in the mix. And he's been uh, really responsible on the defensive side of things. Um, you know, we sprinkled him in on the kill a little bit. We think that can be another asset if he can develop that part of his game. But, uh, yeah, we really like where he's coming. He's worked on his skating. Like, there's a few areas he knows that he, he um, is trying to improve on, and that's the great thing about him is he does it. He works, but he works with a smile, and he's another guy that brings 
uh, some personality. I love the personality in our locker room right now. It's like we got some characters in there um, on the good side of things, and uh, that makes it fun every day. There's a little something, I don't know, there's a little something going on every day that, that makes guys laugh, so I enjoy that. Uh, Valtteri Pustin still looking for his first point after five games. I believe he's a minus six too. Just what, what have you seen from him in, in this start? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think his play is is um, is better than his statistics would indicate right now. Um, a few empty netters against two. Okay, I'll add up there on those on the pluses and minuses. They're not as that stat isn't as cut and dry as you may, as some people may think it is. But I mean, over the course of the season, it may tell a story. Um, but he's doing, he, he's, he's playing fast right now. Like he, his speed, he's in great shape. Uh, the best shape that he's, he's been in since we've had him. Um, and he's able to uh, use his speed more and more. And, and it's, it's something that you'd see in burst last year. Now I feel like we're seeing it almost every shift um, with him being able to stay on pucks and create some turnovers and, um, he's been dangerous. He just hasn't been able to put it in the net, which um, I think more than anything, it's like once he starts, it's going to be the, the, those are just there's going to be a lot of those going in. So with a guy like him, it's not if it's just when, and then when it does start, it's like watch out. Uh, Sam Hood four points in, in two games to start the year. Just what's the next step from him um, this season after becoming more of a regular last season? Just what are you looking to see from him? Yeah, I mean, even like to really grab a spot. So it's been a nice progression with Sam, um, he, you know, starting and wheeling and improving there until he was the best player down there and producing and then getting a lot of time with us last year um, and being able to chip in, but kind of in and out of the lineup. Um, you know, he started out of the lineup this year. For him, it's, it's that consistency in his game. And even though he... You know, he's got four points in two games, so it's not like he's playing. Uh, but he's not playing his best hockey. So, like that's that's a great uh, little uh, for him to not be able to play your best and still be able to contribute. Those are some of the things that he was missing prior, where it's like, okay, he he wasn't playing his best, and it really like it hurt, you know. And and he wasn't able to find a way to help us in other ways. And now I know he can play better than he is, and so does he. Um, He's got another level to his game, but he is finding a way to contribute and and help the team. So that's that's one of those things that with experience guys are able to figure out how to do. Like I don't have my best in it, but I can contribute in one way. And if it's him going to the net twice and then he scores two goals because he goes to the net twice, like there you go tonight. I'm just going to go to the net and something's going to hit me and go in or I'm going to find a rebound, whatever. Um, so I think that's part of what he has to do to grow and to stay in the lineup all the time is – when you don't have your best, what's that look like? Um, so I'm happy to see him, you know, finding a way to, to contribute, even though I think like when he plays his best, uh, he, he's really, really good. And he helps us in so many ways, um, like every shift. So this has been more like um, he found a way to, to help out, even when he hasn't had his, you know, I would say his best games yet. 
Uh, Avery Hayes, one of your rookie forwards. I know um, Kyle Dubas actually singled him out, singled him out as one of the standouts in that in that prospect challenge. Um, just ha- what have been your thoughts on how he's adjusted to the pro game so far through, through five games? Yeah, he's a he's a pretty quick study. Uh, Avery's smart. Um, I think one of the things you have a guy that's as competitive as he is, and also has some hockey IQ. That's a good mix for uh, for a young guy. And um, he's been able to. He's had a ton of chances too. Geez, I'm, I'm hoping one of these, one of the one of them's going to go in for him. I'm sure. But uh, he's been dangerous, and he's a guy that is also versatile. Like we could throw him on the fourth line, the second, the third. Like you know, similar to some of the other players we have in spots. And when he's going, you know, he can help some of those guys. Whether it's getting a puck or or uh, making sure that there's somebody you know being uh, a little bit on the higher side of the game so that. Um, some guys can do some work down low, whatever it is. Um, he's been uh, a quick study with, with those parts of the game. Um, and he's brave. He's, he gets his nose in there. Uh, he's got a pretty, pretty good skill. He's got a weird shot that like a, a different release. I think it's hard for the goalies to read. Um, so I, once he, uh, once he gets going here, like he's had, like I said, he's had a few good, really good looks. Um, and uh, hopefully we can get him his first one here soon. But he's been playing really well, and just he's earned a spot in the lineup here just by his consistency. Last uh, last player I want to talk to you about, uh, Yul Blomquist. He's won his last two games. You're you're going to need to lean on him pretty heavily now uh, with Magnus Helberg up in, in Pittsburgh for mm-hmm. probably a couple weeks here. Um, just what have you seen from Yul Blomquist of how he's adjusted to the the North American um, pro game and just you know the AHL in general? Sure. Uh, I mean he's so calm. Um, he's so quick, but he's so calm and he hasn't gotten rattled by anything. Um, I think one of the big changes between what he's used to and, and what it is here, just let the amount of traffic, the size of the guys like battling through all those, um, those, there's a, there's more shot volume too, especially with the, the big bodies around the net. So he's done a good job of, of fighting through some traffic and making himself big. And even if he doesn't see it, you know, he's been able to get a piece of it. Um, and our, our goaltending, like our uh, goaltending development coach, Kane TC's done a great job working with him and helping him in certain areas of the game that maybe he's not as used to. And we try to recreate that for him in, in practice situations. So it's not uh, foreign when he gets into the games, but yeah, his, uh, his calm demeanor, um, you know, he just, I, I, he doesn't get rattled by much, um, I think, you know, if that was a really weird bounce in that Springfield game where he could have maybe pitched a shutout there just to bounce off the boards. And he still saved the first one. It took two, you know, two more whacks of it. So, um, yeah, we really like his start. Um, it's, uh, it's been really good to see for us. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's all I, all I have for you. Thanks, uh, again, thanks again for joining us. We'll have to have you back to tie Derek Army in, a, in podcast. Yeah, well, is, it, is it five to four? I, I think it is five to four now, so you have you have some ground to make up here. I feel like but, it's, uh, been really it's been yeah, it's it's been a couple of years, uh, but yeah, we'll have to we'll have to have you back on. It's just like they've been giving you uh, the Zoom so regularly, you know. Yeah, I haven't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll have to have you back on sometime soon. But thanks again for joining us. This is a podcast on Fifth Avenue. We drop episodes uh, every Saturday. Julianne will hopefully be back next week. Um, but subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or the DK Pittsburgh Sports Penguins YouTube channel if you want to watch the video versions of this. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening. Good. Thanks for having me.